Welcome to Stepping Up with Toy. I'm your host, Toy Step. This is a space to have conversations about all things faith, family, and fitness. Let's create a whole and healthy life together, spiritually, relationally, and physically. Well, hello there. I just want to welcome you to the Stepping Up with Toy podcast, and this is another really special episode. And for those of you that listen on the regular, I know I've been saying that more lately, but we've had some really incredible guests. And that is just something that gets me so excited. And one of the great motivators for this podcast is I want all of you, my listeners, to get to meet some of these incredible friends that God has put into my life. And today you get to meet my good friend, Stephanie Winslow. And so I am going to share her professional bio and I want you to hear some of the amazing things that she has done. But before I share that, I just have to share how we met because that was another way of God just blessing me. Now, it came about really through our children. So our children go to a Christian school in the area together, but at the time they were looking to attend the school and the school had called me and I have been leading a parent group on our campus for almost a decade. And back then it was, this was a couple of years ago now. And so they just said, Hey, would you mind meeting up with this family? They have a daughter. That's my sweet Colby girl's age. And I said, absolutely. And so we meet up at this ice cream place. And this is one of the crazy things. I have been a Jupiter Floridian, but let me back it up. Fifth generation Jupiter Floridian. And my friend, Stephanie Winslow introduces me to an ice cream place I had never heard of. And so thank goodness for the Winslow family, because we, as the step crew have been frequenting that ice cream shop, Rosa's ice cream in Jupiter almost on the weekly. And that is because of the Winslows, but we met there and um, our girls just hit it off and fast forward. They are the best of friends, Lydia and Colby are some of the, just that friendship is such a blessing. I love Cora. In fact, on campus, there are oftentimes I will see her older daughter who is just a little bit younger than my son Rigby. She will come over to me. She will hug me. I always have loved every conversation with her. And Lydia is such a joy to have in our home. Um, even today, Stephanie took both the girls home and off they went to soccer. Um, fast forward now, our husbands are coaching soccer together. Stephanie has become such a wonderful friend, such a prayer warrior in my life. And isn't it neat how our children can bring us some of the neatest friends. And so you're going to hear more about our friendship and some of the exciting things that Stephanie has been doing as, and is up to now. But before we get into that, um, I just want to share a little bit more about her um, with all of you. Stephanie is the Family Legacy Director at Wall Private Wealth. Stephanie guides client families step-by-step with personalized coaching to develop family stewardship practices. She helps to activate momentum in families to flourish in all areas of life. She's a graduate of Ohio Wesleyan University and holds a master's degree from Geneva College. She holds certificates in lean manufacturing and Six Sigma. She uses her education, certifications, and her family business experience to coach and develop leadership skills in her clients. Stephanie is a part of John Maxwell Leadership Team and is a DISC certified trainer. Stephanie's first book, Ascent to Hope, was published in 2018, and she has since, I mean, this lady's been busy, she has nine books total. 
And we're going to hear about a few of them today. She is the host of Cup of Hope, a weekly live stream and podcast. She uses her gifts of writing, coaching, and speaking to inspire transformation in the lives of those who need hope, healing, and restoration. Stephanie has been married to Marshall for nearly 19 years, and together they have two thriving middle school daughters, which those are the two lovely ladies I was just talking about a minute ago. As a family, they are actively involved in their church family. Stephanie enjoys coffee dates with girlfriends, the comfort of a soft hoodie, and beach days with family. Welcome, Stephanie Winslow. Thank you, Toy. It's a pleasure to be here. I love that you are here, and I have just loved calling you my friend. And even as we were getting ready to start this podcast, I asked you if you'd be willing to pray for us. And I said, even after that prayer, I am so thankful that you are one of my prayer warriors. And every Mm -hmm. time you pray for me, it just fills up my cup. (laughs) No pun intended. (laughs) So Stephanie, we're going to talk about a lot here tonight. In fact, all of you that are listening, This is a two-part episode because we have a lot to unpack and there are some really great tools. You know, here on Stepping Up With Toy, I love to bring you tools for your toolbox that can better help you walk into your day, your week, your month, and your year. And Stephanie has quite a few of those. So um, why don't you just introduce us as I was sharing how we met at the ice cream shop and some of the things now that our families are doing together. I mean, the soccer field is such a fun place for us to meet (laughs) Um, and your professional bio, but why don't you share a little bit from your heart and then we'll kind of get into our, some of the wonderful things that you're up to. Yeah, I am at a, a season of transition, have been the position with the family legacy is actually something that was planted in my heart years ago. And um, it's just now kind of coming to fruition. And so, you know, I just, I'm constantly reminded not to discount this little those little seeds that God plants in us that think "Mm, like, I'd love to do that someday, or those little dreams that we have, because they really do over time, God can use them to turn into something incredibly beautiful. And um, you just never know what he's, what he's going to do and what he's up to. (laughs) Um, But he's, he's at work. And I'm just blessed to be able to tell people about Jesus. I mean, that's, that's why we're here. And, um, it's amazing to be able to do work, uh, you know, the work, work, and then in ministry work, all of it is ministry, but getting to have a job that where I can, you know, go in and profess the name of Jesus and um, share God with people, whether I'm in a conference room or, um, you know, like you said, on the soccer field. So it's just been a beautiful, beautiful journey. And I so, feel so blessed at all that God has done. And you are so great at welcoming others in. That's something I saw pretty fast with you. I met you on FaceTime at first. And then (laughs) even just being at that little ice cream place, it wasn't like there were a ton of tables to sit at. It wasn't how this ice cream shop is set up, but I felt that connection very fast. And I, even when you described yourself and um, I think back even in college and some of the things that you and Marshall did back in the beginning of your marriage and I knew you were a connector and I knew from that day we were going to be good friends because I saw his light shining through you. And anytime I've come over, just that openness to 
really sit on your couch, whether it's in a hoodie or with a cozy blanket, or you and I've met over coffee, we've met over juice, we've met over a meal. And that's something that I've just always really loved about you. So one of your, one of your newer books, um, or I should say a book that I found recently Mm -hmm. is from the shop floor to the boardroom and it's wisdom to transform everyday business. And something that really drew me to that, the title right away, but I love that it's something I could share with other people and nuggets, nuggets, but rich. Like sometimes we say nugget and I'm like, Ooh, does that sound like a meal? Maybe not. So I want to be careful how I use that word, but really um, great little ways to get God's truth into your day every day. Mm -hmm. And so this is something I find whether you are shop floor or boardroom or baking peanut butter and jelly for your kids or, you know, whatever it is you're doing, I really see this can apply to so many of my listeners. So we were talking the other day just in preparation for the podcast. And I love your story about how this came about. Yeah. So, um, I was a part of a family business and we made packaging for the human food and pet food industry. And it was a a time in our business when we decided to make a sale and I was working with the private equity group for a few years. And at the time, my brother was also working there and just really struggling. Um, he struggled with alcoholism for many years. And, um, it was one of those times in my life when I so desperately needed Jesus. I so desperately needed him. I I didn't think I had the strength to walk through the doors of the office building and face everything that I was going to face because I, not only was I trying to do my job, but I was trying to uh, couch and position and protect and defend and make sure my, you know, my brother showed up to meetings I was trying to just do all these crazy things of protecting. And yet um, I was then harboring all of this resentment and anger. And I just, I felt so stuck and I didn't know what, what to do or who to turn to. And so one day I was just driving to work and I thought, you know, I cannot go in this building. I remember sitting in the parking lot thinking I, I can't, I don't even have the strength to walk through the door today. I can't mentally, emotionally do it. And I just picked up my Bible and read one verse from Psalms. And in that moment, it was like, this is how I'm going to start my day. This is what's going to give me the fuel and the strength. And I, at the time, was so mentally exhausted and physically, spiritually, everything just exhausted that all I, I, I could really muster up was one verse. Mm -hmm. And that was enough to give me the fuel and energy to make it through the day to set foot inside of the door and to get through the day. And, um, and God has been faithful ever since. And, you know, the, the verses over time just grew, they were seeds that were planted and grew into this hunger for, for more and more and more of him. As I recognized that he was the one who was giving me the the fuel that I needed to go about my day. He was the one who was restoring me, even in just the simplicity of one verse. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, and so it was a really impactful time for me. Um, 
So those little nuggets are why this book was was written. Like you said, it's nuggets. But at the end of the day, it's get the word of God in our heads That's and in right. our hearts. That's um, right. So whether it's a verse, a, in, you can sit and meditate on a verse and get more out of that than if you try to read an entire, you know, whatever the goal is. Um, but just get the word in your head and in your heart. And I'm living proof of that. Well, and I think we really, we got to stop the shame game. You know, we, I remember sitting with a, a, a mommy and this great, great lady. And she was just like, oh, I just really beating herself up for not having that time with him. And, and I talked about 15 minutes and she's like, yeah, but is 15 minutes enough? I said, well, you're doing zero right now. And she was like, oh, Good point. I go, why are you judging 15 minutes? I, I remember another friend who was the principal of a school at the time. She said, I gave him the 10 minutes right before my day. I would give him 10 minutes. He will take what you give him and he will multiply that because he's God. And I look at her season now is totally different. That one friend that only had 10 minutes as a principal, she's in a totally different season now. She could sit for hours if she wants. She has days where she doesn't get up from her time in the Lord. She Her kids are grown and, you know, grandbabies is who she's now, they're sitting at her feet. But this other mommy was really paralyzed by this lie that mm. that little bit of time wasn't enough. I mean, and now she's a mom that's encouraging other moms with while you're in the car line, like having your Bible on your front seat or having that devotional, or if you want to do a Bible study, I remember coaching some women through a tip that was given to me later in life. And I'm like, man, I would have loved that as a young mom. She would do the devotion with the children right after lunch. So even when they can barely even speak back to her, she would do a devotion and make sure that they, you know, it's all about inflection with the children and keeping it entertaining, but she's reading the word of God to her children, but also to herself before they would go to nap time, because then it's also, well, I got to get this done while the kids are sleeping. And I hear mom saying, by the end, I'm giving him my last bit and not my mm -hmm. first bit. And oftentimes I don't get to it. And so that was a little nugget that I thought, darn it, that's awesome. I wish someone had given that to me. And it's why I shared it in one of my episodes, because I'm like, maybe that can help somebody right now. And we're talking not even necessarily if you're momming, but mm -hmm. I think you had a new baby at this this time in your life. Mm -hmm. And that was part of that exhaustion. You know, we wear so many different hats, but if we're not putting the oxygen mask on us and what yep. we're talking about right now is sitting with our heavenly father, how many days have we not done that? And we go back the next day, like, oh my gosh, or I read what I was set out to read that day, whether I'm doing a Bible plan or a devotional. And I'm like, dang it. I wish I had read that yesterday. I really could have used that word yesterday. <laughs> or somebody you meet is walking through something and you saw them today, right? Maybe you neglected that time with the Lord or whatever. And you go back and you're like, oh, that was a verse I could have totally given them yesterday. Now you could still give that to them. It doesn't mean that just because you didn't read it yesterday, but still that's something that I see in this tool. And I love that it's an eight week daily devotional. It's mm -hmm. five days. So I love too, that you're thinking about weekends, or I know there are days where I miss in a devotional and I go back and I'm like, I'm doing three in one day because I know the value when I miss, I go, Oh man, I really needed that. Yeah. Well, and I think to your point too, about the shame, it's, it's interesting 
I used to have this view of God that he, he was sitting, you know, waiting for me. He was waiting for me to come to him kind of with this base of disapproval or, or, you know, frustration with me that I hadn't met with him. And he shifted that perspective for me over time. And I realized that he so desperately wants the time with us because he knows it's what we need. Yes, he loves us. Yes, he wants us to be with him, but it's what we need. We need the time with him because that's where our our life is. That's where our joy is found and comfort is found. Everything that we need is found in that time with him. And so it's almost like, why would we not want to be there? You know, why would we not want to go to the place where we have everything that we need? It's the source. But I know for for me so often, though, they get caught up in the busy of and chaos of whatever is happening. And so it's easy to, to get off track but just to remember that god is not disappointed Mm. he's not angry he's not frustrated he's not like you know if she misses one more time i'm gonna you know like he's not forgetting up yeah and i never come back i think that's where i know that some of our listeners maybe have not had an earthly daddy that has really modeled that well. And I know that that can be a block at times. And we just want you to hear our hearts today that you have a heavenly father that's crazy about you. Mm -hmm. And he is amazing. Let's let him be amazing. And our job is to be amazed by that amazing, but he will bless you. Every time I choose to sit and hang out with my father, It's amazing how he blesses me, whether it's toy, you need to lay that down because I'm good at laying it down and then picking it back up or uh, he's driving the bus and we are like rocking and rolling. And before you know it, I'm like, oh my goodness, I'm driving again. And I got to get back in the passenger side. And he is so gracious. He continues to love. He continues to forgive. And that helps me continue to love and continue to forgive. Um, So what a great reminder for all of you that are listening that he is crazy about you and he wants to sit with you. And I love that this is a tool that can help you get in the word, get that time in and really fill up your cup. And as Stephanie shared, what a neat way that that also grew your faith in a very busy time, because then we do, we want more, we want more, we want more time with him. And that 15 minutes that I was sharing with that one mommy, that goes from like, oh my gosh, 15 minutes. Now it's 30 minutes. Now it's like, wow, I find even myself, I'm waking up earlier. So I have more time with him and unrushed time. Mm-hmm. So there are the nooks and crannies of life. We know that, but we can't live on that alone. And so that unrushed time where I can really sit, you know, I'm reading through Psalm 23 right now. And it's, he makes, makes us lay down in green pastures. Like, oh, great. You're going to make me lay down in green pastures. You're going to refresh my soul. Great. I need that. And how much that's bringing comfort to me, just reading through that Psalm. So something that um, I discovered with you, and this is what's so neat about God, is he brings us friends that, you know, I go back to that proverb, iron sharpens iron. And he brings us people, doesn't he, in different seasons that sometimes we don't even know we need them. And something that I was wrestling with, and until you and I had lunch one day, I don't know if I ever really voiced it the way I did to you over that meal 
at first watch up the road, Mm -hmm. but we share a similarity in a season where we really wrestled with whether it was the zeros after the number on our check or our title. That was something that I had a lot of success in um, a business that I'm still a part of. And I found myself getting really wrapped up in, or I should say finding my identity in that. And it was robbing me of so much joy. And I'd love to unpack that with you a little bit, because I do believe that there are listeners today that could be wrestling with that very thing. And it's not that I am totally free of that. It still pops up from time to time, but I'm recognizing the lie better now. And I know I, I was in tears over that lunch, just realizing, wow, I don't know if I've ever met anybody that I've been able to talk about that with. Yeah, it's a, a definitely a, a tricky place to be when you've grown in confidence in an area where you feel like you're hitting on all cylinders and, and doing really well. You're thriving and and producing for those of us who are yes. that producer, go-getter, <laughs> let's make more goals and climb higher. Um the achiever type personalities. Um, ding, 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 ding. <laughs> uh, it's a struggle when when we are in a place where we are called into a new season. And that's exactly what happened for me with writing is when God started whispering to me during my quiet time, actually, of write and speak. It was just two words, write and speak, write and speak, write and speak over and over and over again. I'm like, I don't even know what to do with this. And then the more I started praying about it, he kept putting people and things in front of me that were undeniable, that that was a path that he wanted me to go toward. But having saying yes to that life at that, at that point in time in my life uh, of becoming a writer and, and speaking was having to shift away from a career that I was very comfortable in. And I am, would not call myself a writer. <laughs> I mean, I, I have written, um, but it's not something I ever aspired to do or thought, yeah, I'm, you know, when I get older and this is what I want to do for my career. Mm-hmm. Um, no, like I was perfectly content doing business and, uh, and working in manufacturing. There's just something about it that it's in my blood and I love it. And uh, yet God asked me to, to sell a business and to step away from that in order to begin really focusing on writing and telling a story that needed to be told. And I can tell you that I spent months uh, crying, <laughs> screaming at God, saying, what have you done to me? Um, who am I now? Even asking Marshall, like, what am I if I am not... Uh, you know, a president of a company, if if I don't have a title, if I'm not making this income, if if I'm not this thing or you know, this person that I I I know that I am, what what does that mean? And who am I? And, and is it enough that I'm a mom mm. and a wife? Mm-hmm. Is that enough? And so I really had to just sit in that for months. Um and then slowly over time again, just God, as he does, as we continue to meet with him and continue to come before him and be real, tell him how we really feel about it. Um, and like you said, it's not like I don't ever pick that back up or think, 
okay, what's the next new thing I'm going to be doing? Because, you know, there's always something to to chase after. Yes. Uh, but at the same time, I think God has, has done a remarkable healing work that that title and the position no longer define me. Mm-hmm. Um, that I've been freed from that defining myself by, by a title or a position. And it can really weigh us down. And that was something that I didn't even realize because having goals can be wonderful mm-hmm. and setting out to reach those goals and, you know, earning more income, there's nothing wrong with that. And, but it, when, when you, your identity gets wrapped up in it and then your worth, I started feeling like, well, if I'm not making this amount and it wasn't like I had a husband or other people putting that on me, mm-hmm. I was putting that on myself and feeling like, then I'm less than if I don't in this pressure, which then does what it zaps all the passion and joy that I originally had doing what I felt he had called me to do. And so it becomes an idol in some way. And it, it it's a wild thing. And, and I think that's that lie, that quiet little lie that the enemy is just there kind of saying, Hey, Hey, I don't know. You know, that wasn't as much as last month. And or what are people going to think or all these little things. And until you recognize and go, whoa, wait a second, this is not from God. And this is not the design that he has for my life. None of those things, like I say, are necessarily wrong. It's when they start getting you so wrapped up uh, that you forget who it is God has called you to be. And that pressure and that stress and that tension is not part of his design. And when I started to, isn't it amazing when you speak it out loud and I would have these conversations with my husband and he would kind of look at me like, where is this coming from? And again, it's kind of that blessing and curse. You know, we see abilities and how they can be a blessing and they can be a curse. And I think I am an achiever and I see that in you. And that's a wonderful thing. And that has served us well, that I I see it serving kingdom things well and others, brothers and sisters well. But (laughs) it can also do the opposite. Right. And so it's such a wonderful thing when he can free us from that and we can walk in that freedom. And then this is what's so neat, Stephanie. And you started out this interview really this way, these little seeds, right? He'll lap back around and he'll give you back these abilities and skills. And even maybe some of those screaming sessions, those cry moments with the Lord, like, why? I don't understand. And then later he's like, boom, now I want you to use this ability. Now I want you to use this skill set. Do you see why I made you so comfortable with fill in the blank? Because this is what I had for you. This is the plan I had for you. And when we go back to Proverbs 3, 5, and 6, it's trusting in the Lord with all of our heart and leaning not on our own understanding. And that's where we always get, I feel tripped up. It's like, whoa, 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 well, this is what I think. And he's like, yeah, um, mm, simmer down a little bit. <laughs> nope. Right. <laughs> So yeah, that was one of those moments. And, you know, we've been in di- in different professions, but look at that similarity that he allowed us to kind of unpack at lunch that day. And I so needed that. And he was starting a whole um, new adventure, even for me. And I, I look at how he gave me this podcast and, you know, different things he's done in my life and that obedience, the more we can step into obedience to what it is God is calling us to do. I shared in another episode recently, a Bible teacher had said, obedience isn't no, it's actually his best yes. Hmm. And there are times where I look, I think, oh gosh, but look what, what I'm giving up. 
right? If I say yes to this, what am I giving up? And my husband would come along and say, but look at all that you're gaining, especially if God's in it. You know, I, I want to make be clear on that. If God mm-hmm. is in it and you feel this green light from the Lord calling you to do something, wow, mm-hmm. he is going to bless it. But I have to say, and it sounds like you can, you are similar this way. I haven't always gone to it jumping and skipping and so excited, right? <laughs> Sometimes no. I'm like, are you sure? I think you've called the wrong person. Right. Yeah, yes. I, sure. I, I remember even that day when you said writing and speaking and you're like, me, mm-hmm. my voice, like I'm not even a, a loud talker. <laughs> like, <Right. laughs> yeah, a little mouse voice and yeah. Oh, you got have, the wrong girl. You have a great voice and I've watched you use it to serve him. And it's just so neat to see God work through you and through your children, just as I've, I've gotten to spend time with Lydia probably the most and mm-hmm. just watching the fruit um, from your obedience, Stephanie, in mm-hmm. your children is a real delight. And mm-hmm. my daughter speaks of that and just... Mm-hmm the friend that your daughter is to my daughter. That's something we pray for. And um, I'm watching just those seeds that you've planted. And then also just God's goodness in her life um, is really blessing our family. So, um, well, I am so just thankful for your time. And we are going to wrap up this episode, but I really want to encourage you to tune back in because it's so exciting just to, Uh, there, like I said, there's nine different books and I have several in my lap right now, but Stephanie's most recent is titled joy unspeakable, regardless of your circumstances. I love that joy unspeakable, regardless of your circumstances. And Mm -hmm. I want to invite all of our listeners back um, to listen to more on that newest addition to her book lineup. And then really unpacking some of what she's walked through and how God has really led her to find joy in the midst of some real hard. And even before we wrap up this episode, um, how do they find you, Stephanie? How do they find your books and more on you? Uh, you can go to my website, which is stephaniewinslow.com. And the books that I have authored on my own are on that website. You can also buy them on Amazon. There's more than enough to get you started. <laughs> oh, yes. And your website is such a great tool. And I just encourage you guys to check it out. And, um, you know, if anything that we shared today is something that really tugged at your heart, I want to encourage you to lean into that. Maybe this is an episode that made you think of a friend or a family member that you think um, would bring encouragement to them. Pass it along because both Stephanie and I, that is just really um, a passion of ours is to share ways that more people can hear the word of God and, and be reminded that they are loved and that they are not alone. And we, like you, wear lots of hats and we walk through hard stuff. We walk through some really awesome stuff and we just want to help others do the same thing and know that they've got a great and awesome God that's crazy about them and has a plan for their life and is going to bring them a lot of joy um, and to walk freer because he wants to carry that for you. So I just pray as I end each episode, that something that we share today in this conversation will better help you walk into your day, your week, your month, and your year. Thanks so much for listening.
Thanks for listening to the Stepping Up with Toy podcast. If this episode has encouraged you, please share it with your family and friends. Make sure to subscribe and feel free to reach out to us at steppingupwithtoy at icloud.com. And most importantly, remember, you are not alone.